welcome to Nikki's a Big Girl. I'm your host, Nikki. Thanks for tuning in this week. Um, you may have noticed we skipped a week last week. Um, I Just to let you guys know, I wasn't feeling very good. Uh, we had a bit of a stomach bug here, so I took a week off to, to just kind of rest up and heal, which um, is kind of funny because I just... I feel like my whole life right now is just, uh, she's not a hot mess. She's definitely a spicy disaster. So uh, let's talk about it. <laughs> um, this week's episode is a little bit of the story. I'm going to tell you guys a, a, a story that happened to me is um, that definitely, definitely made my inner child feel very vindicated <laughs> because um, all those cartoons that I used to watch as a kid uh, prepared me for the very thing I never thought that I would actually encounter. Um, this last weekend, I had my only ever encounter with quicksand. <laughs> and I I, uh, yes, you did hear me correctly. I said quicksand. I watched so many cartoons and quicksand seemed like such a bigger threat than it actually is. <laughs> and weirdly enough, because of those cartoons and, and the, um, I think it was Miss Mythbusters, excuse me, not Mythbusters, Mythbusters, uh, that kind of like talked about quicksand and, and how to survive it or how to get out of it. But I, uh, I had my encounter with quicksand, and this weekend I learned that uh, quicksand is really just hanging out, waiting for all of us to underestimate it so it can take us out. <laughs> um, so what had happened is Hannah and I, uh, I always take a weekly trip to the state park out here. Um, the one near me is Tolmy State Park, and Hannah and I usually go. And we walk around for, you know, a good 45 minutes, um, usually like 30, 45 minutes. We do the trails, you know, she gets her smells and pretty much pees on everything. I feel like I pretty much just own Tolmy State Park now because she's just peed all over it. Um, but uh, we walk around and, and I take too many pictures of everything and, and it's all the same stuff. It's like, oh, look, a tree. I'm going to take a picture. Oh, look, ducks. I'm going to take a picture. But I like to enjoy the scenery. I like to get grounded. I like the fresh air. I like being in the sun. And with the days getting nicer and longer, thank goodness, it just is something good to do for my mental health. And Hannah loves to go. So, you know, why not? Plus, I have a park pass. So, obviously, I'm going. Um, it's a great park. It's got nice trails. There's views. And for me, the pet-friendly thing is a big one. But the thing that I love the most is the beach. I love to go and just listen to the water. And people do go there. They paddleboard and they kayak. And honestly, like, these are all cool-looking things that personally... I want to do, <laughs> but uh, I have not got the guts to try it yet. So Hannah and I, we're out there enjoying the fresh air and we're doing the trails and I noticed the tide has gone out. We went a little later in the day. Normally I go in the morning and I'm not there to like 
exercise exercise you get people out there that they've got like their running shoes on or their hiking boots and they've got you know backpacks and stuff I I'm usually out there in my sneakers and a cup of coffee because I'm not there to to like power walk I'm leisurely (laughs) walking around this is not this is not a hike for exercise this is a hike for mental health (laughs) and um we're just out there. The tide has gone out and Hannah is just like living her best life. And she's like smelling every leaf, blade of grass, tiny stream and branch that she could find. And I make my rounds and we ended up um, taking this, this last little trail. It goes around the, the, it goes around the beach out into the sand flats. And I've been out on the sand flats tons of times. I've gone to Tolmy State Park tons of times. I love it there. And I'm on the sand flats. I'm looking around. I'm picking up rocks, but I'm putting them back. So I'm like admiring rocks. I'm like, oh, this one's green. And Hannah, she's just doing her thing. And I am kind of further away from the trail that brings you to the sand flats. So I'm like, well, I could just cut across here and I'll be back over on that shore. And I've done it so many times. I've, I'm not joking when I say I've done this like a hundred times. So Hannah and I are are there and I'm like, okay, yeah, my shoes will get a little wet, but oh, well, who cares? Like they're just, they're canvas shoes. They'll dry. So I decide to, you know, just kind of pop across um, the little salt flats because again tide is out I've done it before and I didn't think anything of it but looking back I can see that quicksand was working against me the whole time and was waiting for my dumb ass <laughs> to have this mentality because as soon as I took a step it just went like all the way up to my whole right leg was in quicksand up to my waist. I had sunk down all the way up to my waist. There's no water there. It's just like damp sand. So I have, I've gone all the way up to my waist on my right leg, my, or my left leg, excuse me. My right leg was like bent at the knees. Cause you know, I'm walking and I just picked up my, my foot. And so Thankfully, because it was bent, it gave me enough traction to kind of work myself uh, up. So I was able to work my left leg out enough to kind of swing it over and I lean forward. So I make myself as wide as I can because for some reason, my brain kind of starts kicking in. And for some weird reason, I'm like, Hannah, she's so smart. She's like, I'm going to avoid the quicksand. I don't know if dogs just can smell it or what, but she's avoided the quicksand. (laughs) And I kind of call her over a little bit to kind of help me kind of counterbalance. I'm not like putting weight on her or anything. So please nobody panic. I'm not, you know, abusing my poor dog, (laughs) but uh, just to kind of like help me balance. And I get my self kind of spread out. So I'm leaning forward and um, I'm kind of, you know, I'm not really putting weight on my torso, but I'm kind of using it 
to kind of like bring me a little f further forward. And Hannah's like stepped forward, which helps me counterbalance again. And I'm able to get my other leg out and swing it kind of over through. And, and I'm kind of walking on my knees. And by the time I get close enough to where to where I can get a good traction and I'm starting to, to actually get out of um, the quicksand. I'm like up to my knees now. Uh, <laughs> I just, I'm like, oh my God. And that's when I realized my phone was in my hoodie pocket the whole time. And I'd been leaning forward and, you know, working my way through and the sand is wet and the, my shirt is soaked. My arms are soaking wet. My pants are completely soaked. I have somehow managed to maintain both shoes so far and I'm only halfway across the salt flat or excuse me, sand flat. And I kind of like gingerly check on my iPhone. I pull it out of my pocket and it's still dry and I put it back in my pocket. And I'm like, well, thank God for that. And I slowly and surely just kind of make my way out. By the time I got out, I realized it had taken me roughly 30 minutes to get <laughs> to get out of what I had gotten myself into. <laughs> and Hannah, she was just, oh God, just a, a super amazing dog. She just totally calm, totally cool. And just once we got out, she just kind of like shook it off and like started sniffing stuff again. But I was completely soaked. Uh, I had miraculously kept both shoes, uh, but they were like suctioned to my feet. My pants were completely soaked. I was coated in muddy sand and soaked to the bone. And I was just coated, just totally coated. There's nothing else I can say. My sweatshirt had sand all over it. Um, I think the only thing that didn't have sand in it was my hair <laughs> and I was still kind of a ways away from my car. The way that that park works is you've got the beach that's kind of downhill from where the parking area is. So not only have I had to like dig myself out of this quicksand, but now my dumb ass has to walk uphill soaking wet. And when I say there was no one around there was one person like a mile away from me doing God knows what. And that was it. That, that was like the one time there was nobody really there. And as I'm walking to my car, I see this um, like volunteer ranger person. And, and uh, I talked to them for a minute and, and they informed me that the reason, cause I had, I had walked on that portion that I had been on. I I've, I've done it. So I'm like I I'm not I'm just kind of shocked that I hit quicksand because you know, like I've been there, I've done that. Like what happened? And the 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 park person had explained to me that when you get to that end of that trail, there's a little sign that says that you're leaving um state park property that this is now just a public beach. It's, you know, it's not private property. It's just public space. So, you know, they don't monitor that. That's not their, their land, so to speak. And so I kind of was like, well, I'm never doing that again, because if that's not park property, 
no wonder why there's no signs or anything, you know, because then again, (laughs) warning labels, like don't walk across the sand flats. Those types of warning labels exist because of people like me. (laughs) It's my firm belief that these kind of warning labels, the ones that tell you pretty much not to take your own life into your hand, in your own hands, is because someone like me, or probably just me, uh, decided that this was a perfectly safe option when in actuality it was not safe at all. <laughs> and uh, I just honestly, after I got out of the quicksand, I just kind of had to laugh. And you know, thankfully I was okay. But as I, after I got out of that quicksand, I really just kind of laughed at myself and I had to catch my breath because normally how I would have normally reacted. And this is looking back on it. It's kind of a, a new realization for me is I don't know how long ago I would have had the reaction Um, a different reaction from what I did have used to be the old Nikki would have been absolutely pissed. I would have been livid that I was dumb enough to find quicksand. And now my clothes were soaked and my shoes were soaked and my shirt was soaked. And I was going to have to drive home like that. And, and I was going to have to, you know, be miserable and cold and, and wet and, I would have been pissed. I would have been surly. I would have felt stupid. And I mean, come on. I could have been in some serious danger. Thankfully, I wasn't. I made it out um, because of some weird, (laughs) obscure quicksand knowledge I seem to have picked up over my lifespan. (laughs) But I caught my breath and I laughed about this. And looking back, I would have ne- I've told this story so many times now because I mean, for like, come on, man, I have a quicksand story. Like, that's <laughs> I have a quicksand story. Not everybody has that, <laughs> but I just I got to get out of this quicksand. I got to head to my car. Hannah was tired, I was tired, and I was ready to just go back to my friend's house, get into the warmest sweatpants I had, and just do nothing else for the rest of the day. Maybe watch RuPaul's Drag Race, which I did end up doing, but I I wouldn't have never done that maybe like two, three years ago, that would have been, that would not have been me. I would have been pissed. I would have been slamming stuff around. I would have been angry and I would have just, I would have ruined the entire day. I would have been like, F this, F that, this is bullshit and trash and I hate everything. And I would have been surly and pissy to everyone because I would have felt stupid I made a fool of myself and, you know, I'm, it's an embarrassing story, but in all honesty, it's only embarrassing if you don't laugh about it. It's, do I feel a little dumb 
for doing the thing I've done a hundred times and finally learning that that was not a safe option. Yeah, I feel a little dumb. But the fact that I have this funny story of how clueless I can be, and thankfully how I ended up being safe, is just a testament to how much growth has, has really been happening. And it's it's exciting to, to see that kind of growth, that instead of getting out of there and being pissed off and dragging my poor dog back to the car and slamming doors and getting mad, then I just took a moment to catch my breath because my fat ass digging myself out of that quicksand. <laughs> that was a good enough workout for the next week or two. <laughs> I just like got to the rocks or the, the sand of the shore that's actually solid. And I just kind of remember sitting there being like, oh my God. Taking a breath laughing about everything and just (laughs) smiling a stupid grin all the way back to my car because I could not believe I had done this. And of course, because no one's there, I'm like, all right, cool. No one's really seen me (laughs) soaking wet. And then I come across that park volunteer and then like two cars pull in and I'm like, all right, (laughs) this has been a very humbling experience. And I mean, like I said, I've told this story a bunch of times now. I've told it um, probably more times than I can count, honestly, because it's just too funny of a story. And it's too too weird a story because honestly, every time I've I've told the story, I've heard the phrase, I thought quicksand was a myth. Like my friend Sarah actually said to me, I didn't even think it was real. I thought it was a myth. and uh somebody else said why were you down there anyway that's not safe and I'm like first of all apparently I don't know what safety means (laughs) Uh, I've I used to make the joke um safety second I I heard it um a long time ago and it just stuck and I sometimes feel like (laughs) I sometimes feel like that that's actually kind of like a slogan for my life is safety second (laughs) because I do some dumb shit (laughs) and uh, I, I sometimes wonder how I've made it this far, (laughs) but honestly, afterward, um, I just, I just couldn't help but laugh it off. Um, I didn't feel stupid. I didn't feel angry. I didn't feel like crying. I just felt this stupid, huge smile on my face and I was laughing and honestly, I was really hoping that somebody would go, oh, my God, what happened to you? So I could be like, bitch, I found quicksand. <laughs> and that that park volunteer was like, are you OK? And I was like, bitch, I found quicksand. And I told her the whole story and and uh, she got a good laugh, too. But and it explained to me how that is actually not a safe spot to to be. And trust me, you guys, I will be avoiding it in the future. But I had that stupid smile on my face. And of all the things that I could have encountered while I was at the park, I mean, it's it's wildlife central. There are there are small animals, there are deers, there I like I could have found snakes, I could have got spiders in my hair or something crazy, but no, I find I find quicksand. 
And it was not the thing I thought I would encounter. And I did not even care that as I was going back to my car, um, that I stunk. I smelled like seaweed and dirt and I was soaked, but I had had the best adventure of the day that I had had my daily adventure. And it was funny because I did think to myself, because I had so much sand in my shoes, I was like, well, my feet are getting exfoliated. I'm getting like a pedicure. (laughs) I was like, yeah, a pedicure. (laughs) Who does that? (laughs) But like, honestly, (laughs) to be honest, I'm not an exciting person. I, I, or at least I don't think I am. Um, I, I just want to be the person, uh, that, I just, I just want to be that calm person that is just not having these kinds of crazy things that happen. And, and I, I feel like I'm not an exciting person. I feel like things happen to me because I'm just this chaotic driven, (laughs) this chaos driven ditz who is just like out here trying to live her best life. And (laughs) I just need adult supervision because I, I feel like I just don't know what's actually happening. Um, things happen to me. Not not things like winning $100,000, but, you know, other things. So um, it's been funny because I, I typically go get massages once a month. So coming off of this quicksand story, I was thinking to myself, I have a massage scheduled for tomorrow. It's part of my benefits for work and And so I get to get them, which is so nice, trust me. But I hadn't been in in a while, and I was finally going to go back and start up my routine again. And I thought about it as as I was driving home. Um, I'm driving home, and I'm like, man, I just can't wait to get back and get dry and get comfy. And, oh, there's a massage tomorrow. I'm like, man, this is going to be a funny story to tell my massage therapist. And by the time I had gotten back to my friend's house, I was actually pretty stiff and pretty sore. Um, I pulled a lot of muscles digging myself out. So the massage was, was very much, I was looking forward to it very much. And then it dawned on me all of the things that I actually would need to explain to my massage therapist that have happened to me since December. And I kind of started to really just take stock and think, damn, a lot of things happen to me. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because I'm just going a mile a minute that I'm just not slowing down and then things happen. It's like the universe's way of trying to slow me down. It's like <laughs> the universe is probably like, this bitch is just not going to stop until we stop her. So, you know, maybe we should throw like a wrench in the machine. <laughs> so, um, just just to let you guys know, this is what I had to explain to my massage therapist when I went in. Um, they asked me, hey, tell me what's going on with your body, which was like a loaded question because I was like, let me tell you, December. And I was like, do you want the bullet points or do you want an actual explanation? And they quietly just kind of nodded because I think that's when they realized, oh, great, this is going to be a whole thing. They said, go ahead and give me bullet points. And I said, all right, cool. December, I fell down the stairs and sprained my right knee. And uh, January, I gave myself tennis elbow. 
And this month, I fell down the stairs and I bruised my left knee. And oh yeah, yesterday, I found quicksand and had to drag myself out of it. (laughs) And my massage therapist just kind of sat there and was like, huh, okay, okay, yeah. (laughs) And they didn't even write anything down. They did not even, they didn't write it down because I think that they were just perplexed at how many things happened to me in such a short amount of time (laughs) that uh, I had to repeat it a few times so that they could get traction on the things that were were damaged so that they could work on those things uh, in a way that will help it heal. And it was really funny because I'm laying on this table, I'm getting this massage, and I'm kind of chuckling in my head just about all the things that have happened. And it's it's one thing when they happen to you. It's another thing when you have to explain them to somebody and tell this person what you're going through, what has happened, and 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 just kind of just put it out there that maybe I'm not as graceful as I thought I was. <laughs> and it kind of got time to think about things while I was getting you know, worked on. And I just kind of dawned on me, some of the stuff that you kind of do get is, um, you know, I mean, like, honestly, it just like part of me really wants to wrap myself in bubble wrap and just stay home. But I have learned these lessons weirdly from these things that have happened to me. And they've, these events that have happened to me have all happened to at a point in my life where I needed to kind of get something and kind of learn from it. And, uh, a lot of, a lot of the, the stuff that's happened is, has weirdly taught me a lot and it's shown me the growth that I have had over the course of my, of deconstructing my Christian faith and spending time on my mental health and walking away from the church as it stands and and just saying, you know, I'm going to prioritize myself. And it really did give me a chance to think, you know, had I not sprained my knee, uh, my right knee back in December, I would not have really learned that asking for help isn't as scary as I thought it was. And I mean, I, I don't like asking for help because I personally always feel like I'm being an inconvenience or a burden on people. And it's something I'm still struggling with and I'm, I'm working on it, but asking for help is a big deal. You're, you're literally asking another person to do something that you can't accomplish. And part of me, I guess, kind of also feels like a failure, like, because I can't do this thing, I'm, I'm less of an accomplished adult, but it, it showed me, it kind of pulled back the curtain a lot that now that my mom and I aren't uh, a dynamic duo anymore, that my mom and I are, or that I'm on my own now, um, it's not something that I can just keep internal. I can't do everything by myself. I have to have help. We're humans. We're designed to be community. We're designed to help each other. 
And so asking for help is really not as scary as I thought it was. And spraining my knee weirdly taught me that. Had I not sprained my knee, my friend Julie, my friend Tiffany, um, you know, I wouldn't have reached out to them and, and just kind of asked, hey, you know, I need, I need help and I don't know what I'm doing. And um, I wouldn't have been able to connect with them the way that I was um, connecting with them. And, and then I wouldn't have gotten the help I needed and it would have really set me back. Um, and then it's, you know, it's, it's funny because just even doing like hurting my elbow, just giving myself tennis elbow from moving heavy objects and, and, and doing that kind of stuff. Um, even if I can do it on my own, it's not always, it's not always meant to be done on my own. And so, you know, even that taught me that, that it doesn't matter if you don't need the help. Sometimes it's just nice to have the person with you um, that can help it. You know, even if you can do it on your own, sometimes it's nice to get that second person because then you get that benefit of having somebody there that, that can make your life a little easier. And I mean, generally, all of these lessons I have learned, you know, from falling downstairs to hurting my body in a million different ways. And I've just learned that it's okay to slow down. The work will get done. And it's okay to ask for help. Because again, the work will get done. And it doesn't always have to be done by only me. I don't always have to be the one to accomplish it. I can ask for help. I can ask for wisdom and I can I can lean on people who are wiser than me or more experienced than me or just willing to be there and do life with me. And the big lesson that I got from from quicksand. <laughs> quicksand. Oh, quicksand. I feel like quicksand taught me, honestly, looking back, that just because something looks like it's possible doesn't mean it is. Sometimes it's wise to just take the long road <laughs> um, instead of the shortcut across the quicksand. Um, just go back whence you came and <laughs> stay safe. But, um, you know, the, it's lessons or you know like no matter honestly what happens in this life there are two things that I have come to treasure and it's my life lessons and the fact that I can laugh about a lot of my own my own ditzy mistakes <laughs> um it's you know if I can't learn from it then you know maybe I can laugh about it and honestly a lot of times I'm able to do both. Uh, it's, it, <laughs> it's, it comes down to just taking life as it comes to you and just letting yourself learn and grow and change and adapt because really this life is all we have and it's not long. <laughs> It's that old saying, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. <laughs> and I honestly, I feel like that I, I don't know if I'm for both because as accident prone as I have been lately, <laughs> I might not be here for either. 
<laughs> because being in quicksand was not a good time. <laughs> but uh, no, that's, you know, that's not saying anything, but it, it, it really is just definitely an adventure that I had. And I feel like that's really the, the kick-ass part of any of <laughs> any of these things is just the adventure of it all. <laughs> and I know it sounds silly to be like, what's going to happen to Nikki today? But, <laughs> but some days I wake up and that's what I do think. What's going to happen to me today? Um, for just once, I would love for it to just be like, I won a hundred grand. That would be so good. Um, but I guess, uh, I will take the learning lessons with crazy stories because I have tons of them. My life is just one crazy story after another. And that's, I think that's just the best part of it is you know, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. And when it's when it's time for Katie to plan my funeral and, and get all my ducks in a row, you know, she's going to have some amazing stories and Sarah's going to have some amazing stories. And just the people I know and the people I love are going to be able to share some crazy ass stories about my life. And that is going to be the best part is that I've lived a life full of some crazy ass adventures. And so that brings me to the challenge for you guys. Um, my challenge for you guys this week, uh, if you're new to the podcast, I like to challenge you guys to do just a little something this week. Um, you don't have to do it. It's not required um, it's not like you can't listen to the next episode if you don't, <laughs> but it's just something fun. If you're, if you're interested in living life a little more adventurously the way I'm trying to, or just even if you're like me and you're trying to, to grow and change or, or maybe just learn something or hell, maybe you're just tired of doing the things you're doing and you're saying, what the hell, why not take this crazy lady's advice and, and do a challenge. And my challenge this week is to just go have an adventure. Go do something that you don't normally get to do. And please take your time doing it. That's the, the coolest part about me going on these walks around the state park near here. Um, and there's a couple other ones too that I'm going to check out soon is get you a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, or if you're not either get water or hell, if it's your day off, get a mimosa. No one knows what's in your Yeti mug if you don't tell anyone. Okay. <laughs> but take your time and slowly walk around. Listen to what's happening around you. Look at what's happening around you and feel what's happening around you and have a genuine adventure but, you know, like, <laughs> don't be like me. Please stay safe. <laughs> Please be a little safer, a lot safer than I am. <laughs> and and just try to make sure that you laugh about it, that you laugh at yourself. And, and, and maybe you just get to enjoy that time that you have on your adventure, whatever it is. And if you have a good one that you'd love to share with the podcast, I would love love, love, love to hear about it. Send in your emails. 
uh, Nikki's a big girl at gmail.com. That's the podcast email. Um, I will have to say I finally got some fan mail in the old Gmail box and I was very excited. Um, so shout out to um, my listener, Emma, for listening to the podcast about how I suck at grocery shopping. Um, she shared a really cool tool with me. Um, it's a grocery shopping uh, index table. It's really cool. It's each each section has a list of things to get. So one section will say, you know, meats. Um, one says frozen foods. The other one says produce. And another one says household goods. So I thought it was really cool um, to get that because that is <laughs> that is going to help me do grocery shopping so much better now that I'm on my own. And uh, thank you, Emma, for sharing. So again, guys, uh, you have been listening to Nikki's a Big Girl. I appreciate your time. I look forward to hearing about your adventures for those of you who want to share. Lastly, again, that podcast email, Nikki's a Big Girl at gmail.com. And you guys stay safe out there, laugh at yourself a little bit, and have a great week. I'll talk to you later. Thank you.